Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Welcome back to Going With The Flow. My name is Tyler. And I'm Eric. And Eric, we are talking about what today? Well, we are uh, we're talking about a, a report that uh, came out recently. This was a study done by uh, Notre Dame, and they surveyed a bunch of, uh, of adults who grew up in Christian homes. And the question that they wanted to answer is, does... Uh, does where you go to school in your uh, K-12 uh, education make a difference for uh, life outcomes, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the road? So they surveyed uh, a bunch of, of uh, it was, it was uh, several hundred thousand adults who were uh, in, in the ages age range of 24 to 44, and ask them a bunch of different questions specific to uh, to just life, and yeah. um, wanted to see is there any correlation between uh, you know uh, these adults you know maintaining their Christian faith, um, having quality of life, um, you know engaged in their churches and their communities, uh, leadership, you know uh, ability to lead. They wanted to see. Is there any correlation between where they go to school, um, you know, uh, with the type of education they receive, um, you know, before college and those life outcomes 15, 20 years down the road? Nice. Well, so this is for, for people who are, who are getting into the podcast and are going to start thinking, okay, we're going to start talking about statistics and we're going to start talking about these things. I, I, we want to, I think we want to really emphasize this is something that uh, if you are trying to make a decision about, um, or if you're questioning why are we going to the school we're going to, if you're making it a school, a decision about where you might be sending your kids to, uh, to school in the next few years, especially, I would say, especially if you are um, a, a kindergarten parent, a parent who's thinking now, you know, let's, let's get our kids into school for the first time. Um, these are some these are some real hard statistics that we can talk to you about that are um, reassuring that might help you to to think through your directions and and this is um, this is done in a way that is not uh, biased. This was done by I forget the name of the the firm that did it. Uh, yeah, like Cardis, through, uh, Cardis, Cardis research firm. Isn't it did through it. like Notre Dame or Purdue or it something was through, like that? Yeah, through through uh, Notre Dame. And uh, and I'm not exactly sure how the partnership worked, but I, I believe that uh, that Notre Dame partnered with Cardis okay. to do the actual research. And then I think uh, my assumption—I don't know this 100%—but my assumption is then that 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 Notre Dame is yeah. the one that took the data and and, and compiled you know, it and, kind of yeah. compiled it. So I don't know that for sure, but um, and you know, uh, Tyler knows that I'm a. I'm a data nerd. Yes. I kind of like data. I, I like spreadsheets. So, yeah. so actually, I would love to get my hands on all of the right? data. But, the raw data. Yeah, but what what we're going to just talk a little bit about today is uh, just a report that was published. And one of the reasons that this is applicable to us is because uh, the uh, somehow the Association of Classical Christian Schools, which is the uh, the association that we are members of, somehow they um, uh, got connected with this research project and were able to insert uh, themselves as one of the category groupings uh, of 
uh, of people who were studied post graduation. So, and that's um, that's including so there's like public school, prep school, homeschool. Yep. So the the categories are uh, uh, public school. Uh, then private preparatory school. So this would be like a preparatory school that doesn't necessarily have a religious affiliation, right. but is you're, you know listed as like a college prep right. type of a, a type of a school. We don't have any of those in Wenatchee per se, um, but you know they're the back east. There, yeah, I was gonna say all over popular. the east coast. Yeah, east coast yeah. is uh, super. You know, like a Ex- Philip Exeter Phillips Academy Exeter, would be a yeah. classic example of that. So uh, then um, Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, Catholic private schools. Uh, then evangelical private schools. So this would be like just your regular old Christian yeah, schools. Yeah, your regular yeah. old yeah Protestant Christian school. Then homeschooling. Um, so they surveyed, surveyed a bunch of homeschooled uh, kids who were homeschooled, or I should say adults who were homeschooled when they were kids. Yeah. And then they had uh, students who graduated from ACCS schools. So students who graduated from classical Christian schools. Because we're we're right now at the f- like this the first generation of classical Christian schools uh, school graduates who are well into their adulthood they have jobs they have families or they're starting yep. to have families yep. and and then even thinking about bringing their kids into yeah exactly a, a school again yeah we don't have the long-term history of say like you know some of these catholic schools right. that have been around for you know several Since hundred the years of the United yeah. States, yeah. Uh, so we're we're just young enough but we are old enough that right. uh that we are starting to have graduates that are getting into that yeah. range you know that we just had our, our first who is Looking is that we have a correct? we actually have a um, so we have a a, um, a student who was here at the River Academy through ninth grade I believe uh, who now has their daughter at the school so we're we're well, starting has, to get, has their daughter enrolled yeah, I yeah, thought uh, they, she's actually looking. enrolled oh, so cool. we're starting to get alumni who have neat. children and who are putting their kids in the school so um, so we the, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, this. A research report, and we're going to publish the the report in uh, the show notes, so you can take yeah. a look at it for yourself. We're also going to hit. Uh, I'm going to hit on it um, in a couple of different. Uh, we're going to do some Facebook posts on specific things that were mentioned in the report. Right. Um, but today, more than anything, we just want to give you kind of a teaser of yeah. of what the results are from this uh, from this report. And and really, this is something that you know we heard this at a conference. Uh, the, the, we heard the beginnings of this report at a conference this summer, and it, it just like was a shot of adrenaline into into our arms. It, it was so exciting to um, to hear. You know, kind of one of those like you wonder: Are we making? You know, is are we doing anything Does that's it worthwhile? Work? Yeah, like is there any difference that's being made? Does this this philosophy that we adhere to kind of work? And and we're seeing, you know, the spoiler is, you know, we're seeing some pretty good results here. Yeah, some really good fruit. And I think that's the, you know, if I were to if I were to title this podcast, I would say, does it work? You know, yeah. does classical Christian education work? Because we all know that it's an investment. It's an investment by the teachers uh, and all of the staff. It's an investment by parents to to sacrifice hard-earned dollars to send their kids there. So does it work? You know, does classical Christian education work? And, um, and so... You know, I was thinking about, and I think this is a question that we all need to ask ourselves when, whenever we make an investment is, is what is the return on the investment? Yeah. And when you're talking about an education, it's kind of hard to measure. Man. But on another hand, it's actually not hard to measure. And, and here's what I mean by this. Um, when, when we step back and we say, okay, um, we will have succeeded if. Right. Um, you know, 20 years down the road, we will have succeeded if, I think um, 
most of us who are, um, you know, connected to the River Academy would, or to classical Christian education, would say, well, we will have succeeded if our our graduates are walking in the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, they're walking in the truth. They're living meaningful adult lives. They're living fulfilled adult lives, and they're they're um, they're living that out underneath the umbrella of the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, the good news yeah. of Jesus Christ. And that's hard to quantify. It's too. hard to quantify. But this survey but actually does. does a nice job yeah, of it. it's great. And so that's kind of what we want to uh, talk about today. Well, and we've, because we've had that conversation as, as staff members for a while, you know, we've succeeded if the, um, if the, if the seniors begin to return over the next couple of, or the alumni yeah. begin to return over the next couple of years. Yeah, you know? if they come back into the building. Yeah, and, yeah. and they want to strike up mm-hmm. conversations. They want to come and give you a hug. They want to, whatever. That's been our our short-term way of measuring it, right? But now what we're seeing is, hey, we've got this this generation yeah. that has graduated with kids and are coming back. In fact, we had, we had an alumni in our building today uh, oh, yeah. who graduated in uh, 2011, mm-hmm. and she was here with her little adorable oh, yeah? baby yeah Ooh. um wandering the halls so fun. uh had a brief conversation with her this morning but yeah cool. so we we do have alumni who are returning and they nice. have their children and she she said yep one day oh, uh, one cool. day her, her little uh, beautiful girl is going to be here that's uh, great so um well yeah let's, let's dive into some of these statistics i think uh this is this is one that it is hard to do statistics non-visually sometimes and there are some really good charts with this so so do look at our show notes do look at uh, at the website and uh, and we will and, and facebook and we will be posting these in different forms pretty soon so so i just want to hit on a couple and and again as tyler said the the graphs actually are much more fun to look at um especially if you're a graph person but uh so um one of the questions that they asked is um, uh, to these alumni is my spirituality gives me a feeling of fulfillment. So in other words, um, this is a question about, uh, and again, remember these are, these are adults now, young adults. Um, and they're saying, um, yes or no, my spirituality gives me a sense of, uh, and feeling of fulfillment. Well, of all of the groups to respond, public, uh, private prep, Catholic, evangelical, homeschool, ACCS students were the most likely, um, in other words, 80% of mm-hmm. our uh, ACCS responders uh, said that that their spirituality gives them a sense of fulfillment. The closest, um, the next closest was evangelical uh, students who went to an evangelical school, and they were about 67%. Yeah. With homeschoolers so, pretty close behind. And yeah. homeschoolers was right yeah. right in there. So so what this is getting at is the... Um, that, with ACCS schools that there's a, it's showing that they're still practicing Mm -hmm. their Christian faith and that that Christian faith is giving them a sense of fulfillment. Um, And, you know, the other three categories, public prep, uh, private prep and Catholic actually fit right in with the national statistics right now. So statistically, Mm. children who grow up in Christian homes have about a a 20 to 40% likelihood of maintaining their faith uh, after graduation, 20, 20 to 40%, depending on what research you read. So, um, so that, you know, so, and um, the, like I said, the other statistics are right in that 20 to 40% Mm -hmm. range of, uh, of maintaining their faith after graduation. And so so we're, we're 
nearly double then. We're in terms nearly of double. Yeah. And interestingly, that's about, uh, so I would say that our own track record here at the River Academy mirrors that. Yeah. So we're, we're about 75% of our graduates are, are walking with the Lord um, after graduation. Yeah. And so we're basically doubling the, the national st- statistic and the ACCS looks like across the board, the ACCS wow. is doubling the, the national statistic. So that's great. That's, you know, that, that's one of those that we, we, you know, we don't force our kids to be Christians here. You know, we, yeah. we, we teach unabashedly, you know, we, we are unapologetic about, about teaching um, Christianity. We have Psalm sing, you know, but we aren't like walking around with a, a ruler on, on Monday mornings and we all gather for Psalm sing, snapping them on the wrist if they aren't singing with their full heart, you know? Uh, we don't, we, we don't, we don't say, did you read your Bible this morning? Exactly. Like, and that's your quiz yeah. grade for today. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it, uh, but we, you know, we do engage with, with them in their, in their faith and we do ask them to be, to consider what they believe and to, and to, uh, and we do present the truth to them, you know, again and again across subjects. And so that's good to, it's good to hear that that's something that, that even if it's long term and we don't see the fruit right now, might yeah. you know we might bear fruit later. Yeah. One of the other statistics that I thought or that was um, really interesting and that I think um, fits into this is um, is uh, so the question was um, my family talks about God at home. Uh, so oh, wow. this is getting to this is getting to um, you know okay those those of uh, our alumni who. Uh, now have children of their yeah. own, and they're talking about God in the home. Um, so interestingly, um, ACCS students were the most likely to talk about God in their home with their uh, or ACCS graduates of all of the other groups, um, and they were uh, about um, they're about right in the eighty percentile range of yeah, that's um, huge. Like regularly talking about God in their home, um, and so again, that that would be another marker to me mm-hmm. of. They're living out their faith. Sure. You know, they're, they're having conversations with their children at home. And, um, you know, in some ways, when I step back and I say, how do we know we've succeeded? Mm-hmm. Well, if our graduates are talking about their faith right. with their own children, we've yeah. succeeded. It, it lasted, you know, yeah, it, it lasted. stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something that they did to, to pass their doctrine test. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They don't just know it in their head. They're right. actually living it out, which mm-hmm. to me is is really, really in, encouraging. Yeah. Um. So, um, you know, a couple of other things that I think are were really interesting in this study is that um, is that um, ACCS students were the ones. So, of all of those uh, polled, were the most likely to have uh, uh, to have a number of close friends. So, yeah. in other words, they they had the most friends of anybody surveyed, um, and that one at first glance you think. Okay, first of all, that's really random. Like, why? And and it's it's like it's like you know. So so ACCS uh, graduates um, uh, were in the 90th percentile when it came to the number of close friends that they had, in comparison with the next highest group, which was about 45 percentile. Oh wow! So like du- basically doubling doubling the statistic, and you think. What the heck? Yeah. Like, why would that be? I, the, I, you know, I've seen that statistic a few times, and and it just kind of clicked with me. One of the things we're doing, I was like, how do we? How are we doing that? How are we getting the close friends? That's. Um, I wonder if that that's house system. You know, like that, or that's at least community building, right? Yes. That we're super purposeful and intentional about doing here is yeah. having. Uh, we have a house system, uh, and 
I think you just you hit the nail I, on I the head. I did not make that connection yeah. until just now. I think you just hit the nail on the head. I one of the things that I would say has been um, a dominant theme mm-hmm. in uh, classical Christian education is an emphasis on student culture. Right. And student culture, and Tyler, you can vouch for this. I tell our staff often that yeah. that culture is our most powerful tool. Mm-hmm to shape students. Oh yeah. Uh, the education. We, yes. we hope to educate yeah. and we do, gotta, and we, we do well, I think we do really well. Yeah. I think we do really well at educating, but when it comes to shaping our, the life outcomes of our graduates, our culture is yeah. what matters most. Oh, yeah. And so we put a huge emphasis on it. And, and I know that we're not the only yeah. classical Christian school that does that. In fact, when yeah. I talk with uh, other administrators, this is a huge point of focus. Yeah. And this is not to say that, um, that other, you know, private, institutions don't focus on culture, but I think because it's a predominant focus in classical Christian schools, I think that there's, it's showing some fruit. Yeah. The other thing is intentionality. We're not accidentally having culture. Yeah. The other thing that I think is interesting is that, um, for better or for worse, um, many of our class sizes are smaller, you know, so, you know, we have, we have class sizes that range in between 15 and, and, you know, 24 students and 12 seniors. Yeah. Yeah. 12 yeah. seniors this year. So that's, in fact, that's our smallest class, 12 seniors class, yeah. uh, this year. And so they, so for better or for worse, um, you're stuck with these 12 yeah. students for six hours a day. Yeah. And, um, what ends up happening is like, by the time you're in seventh or eighth grade, you think, uh, I think I'm going to kill this person. Yeah. Like I, I just, if I have to spend another hour with yeah. them, I'm going to pull my hair out. Yep. But then by the time that you get to be a senior, yeah. you have learned to love them and appreciate them mm-hmm. for their uniqueness. So what drove you nuts when they were in middle school, you now actually come to <laughs> Everything appreciate. Everything drives you nuts when you're in middle yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, that, and that, it's, it's funny you say that too. Like that's one of those things that um, that we try to be, that, I, at least I can speak for, I, I try to be very intentional about that, particularly with 10th grade. Because um, I feel like that somehow is that tipping point. Like 7th, 8th, ninth grade, you probably don't have much choice in your schooling. You don't have much say in it. Um, but 10th grade... You've got a bit more of a voice. You can drive. You, you're you're getting toward that point, and and your parents maybe your parents are sick of hearing you gripe about it. But there's a bit more voice that that students seem to have in their schooling. And so, if you're here, you know there's a lot more of you have to choose how you're going to be while you're here. Um, and some of this you guys could listen to our to our episodes where we interviewed our seniors, and and uh, we had a whole little mini series on why I stayed at the River Academy. And I think that was. Um, a lot of what was said there is we kind of had to decide to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even one of our seniors just did a TED talk for, uh, for our sixth graders. Um, we had a, a whole series of TED talks for them on like, um, basically what, what should they know going into seventh, mm-hmm. to seventh grade? And one of them, um, his whole talk was on, um, I, I could have left. Um, I thought about leaving. I'm so happy that I didn't leave, but I was intentional about forming relationships and finding mm-hmm. community. It was, it's, yeah, yeah. it's big. So I, I I actually do think that the small uh, class size dynamic does uh, uh, lend itself towards uh, students learning how to be in relationship with other people, which then creates kind of a, a life pattern where they just keep it up. They have close friends and, yeah. you know, statistically they've they they have a lot of close friends exactly. and uh, even uh, another one was that they regularly like as in weekly interact with their close friends sure. ACCS uh, graduates were the most likely of all of the respondents to say that they weekly yeah. spend time with close friends so and the thing that I think is interesting about that is on the one hand you think well so what like yeah. so they have friends who cares but yeah. but statistically um, statistically uh, 
the 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 people's evaluation of the quality of their life mm. is highly linked to the quality of their relationships. Yeah. So, in other words, um, people will evaluate their life kind of when all is said and done, mm-hmm. um, that whether or not their life was was a good life, whether mm-hmm. they lived the good life based almost entirely on the quality of their relationships. So uh, so that is, so on the one hand, it seems insignificant. Well, they have more friends. Okay, who cares? But actually, when it comes to life satisfaction, yeah. that's a huge component. Oh, yeah. It's also a huge, it's also a huge component in anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. People who are um, struggling with anxiety and depression are often people who are isolated and yeah. lonely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and friendship is one of the, the you know, kind of dividing points that yeah. enables people to pull out of that. So, um, so that's, uh, uh, so that I think that's significant from a, from a life value yeah. uh, standpoint. The last thing I'll highlight uh, today, and then like I said, we're going to do some more. Uh, yeah. We're going to do some more, uh, maybe not on the podcast, but through Facebook and some writing. Sure. I'm just going to emphasize a few other things. But, um, the you know, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about preparation for college. So, yeah. um, so you know. That's the normal benchmark. That's normally that's the, how people say yeah. you're successful. Or not. Yeah. What's your graduation rate? Your What's your what's your uh, college enrollment rate? Stuff yeah. like that. So ACCS uh, students were the most likely to, return a, to, to uh, receive a, a BA in college. So they were the most likely to get yeah. a four-year degree. Um, and they were also, of all of the respondents, they felt most prepared for mm. college of all of the other respondents. Nice. So, um, so they felt prepared and they were the most likely to get to actually earn a yeah. degree. So, so that says that not only is the faith component working of, of Christian education, mm-hmm. classical Christian education, but the classical component is yeah. preparing them well and they're earning degrees. So that's encouraging. Which we, we, you know, there's every once in a while there's that question that that arises here. We've got we do have a lot of kids here who go into the workforce um, mm-hmm. pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, or or some sort of an apprenticeship program, and so we get that question a lot. Like, why is so and so not going to college? Why is so and so not doing that? And I think and, and you know, look, I love college, and I and I, I hope that our kids do that. But I w- I would also amend that with with are they are they furthering their education? You know, yeah. and I would say. Uh, an even higher statistic than than who go into college at least do further their education in some yeah. fashion. Yeah, they 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 better themselves. Yeah, they better yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah, we've got a number of kids that have gone into trade school, which I think is great. Which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this was a really encouraging yeah. uh, report. It was very much affirming of what we're doing here. Yeah. And so, when you ask the question, "Is it worth it?" Yeah. You know, is the investment worth it? I would say Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and this is something, so if you guys are, are more curious about that, could get in touch with us. Uh, ask us some questions. You know, We'll also be, like I said, putting some links to this on, online uh, in our show notes, uh, maybe even with uh, with our Facebook posts. Um, and yeah, interact right. with us. Let us know what you're seeing and other questions that you have. Um, and look out for more of these statistics in the next few weeks. So uh, w- last thing, we, we didn't ask this question last week, but we'll ask it oh, again. Yeah. Are we going with the flow? Uh, is oh, the ACCS going with the flow? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, statistically, no. No, it's, it's actually now, now on paper. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's I, in a report. I yeah. love it. Yeah, that's going to be good. So, All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.